Well, hello and welcome to the Brian Hornback Podcast. This is episode 12. We've got 12. We've got a full dozen in the hopper with the conclusion of this one. Uh, this is actually Christmas week 2020, the year that we'll probably never forget. Anyway, um, it's been an interesting week, um, both uh, on the uh, city council uh, last week and county commission this week. Uh the city council and county commission both have made the um, uh, moves to go um, to create a sports authority, which will potentially relocate the Knox, the Tennessee Smokies back to Knoxville. Uh, those of you that uh, are old enough like me to remember, uh, we had the, we had the Smokies in Knoxville for many, many years. Former mayor of Knoxville, Victor Ash, ran them out of town and ran them up to Sevierville. Uh, the city of Sevierville uh, put them a nice stadium at exit 407, and uh, they've been um, playing baseball up there uh, for a number of years. Uh, and so it um, looks like they're coming back. Randy Boyd, uh, Knoxville uh, entrepreneur, businessman, uh, bought the Smokies from the Haslam family um, several years ago. And, um, he has some property uh, down on um, down near the old city, and uh, <clears throat> it looks like um, that uh, project is going to uh, at least it's taking its first step forward um, in the creation of a sports authority. It'll be a city county sports authority, um, and um, it looks like uh, at least things are moving in in that direction. Um, so we'll uh, we'll see how that happens. Probably the biggest news coming out of County Commission, though, was um, the uh, the passing uh, on first reading of a um, of an ordinance that will take the Board of Health from being a uh, a policy making body to a uh, an advisory body, uh, and so uh, that leaves uh, Dr. Martha Buchanan, who's been the um, who's been the health director, the the chief medical officer of the Knox County Health Department, that'll leave uh, all the uh, decisions uh, as far as uh, regulations, restrictions uh, during the course of a pandemic uh, on her. And, uh, you know, the county commissioners, um, what's interesting about what happened Monday night with county commission is that the previous Monday, uh, they have a work session. And uh, in that work session, there were eight commissioners that voiced support uh, for um, making the Board of Health advisory. But in one week later, um, there were only six votes uh, to actually pass the resolution. Uh, there were several failed attempts by uh, Commissioner Randy Smith, who was one of those two uh, that had um, voiced support for making the, um, the Board of Health advisory uh, a week before. But uh, the next week, he was uh, trying to delay votes uh, either on second reading or on first reading, uh, and those ultimately failed. Uh, six commissioners uh, having voted in the affirmative uh, on first reading uh, to um, make the board, board of Health advisory to the, um, to the director, the, the medical health director, Dr. Martha Buchanan. What's interesting about that is that <clears throat> on the Board of Health uh, are um, individuals, uh, doctors, scientists, um, 
that had been appointed by their peers. Uh, and then there's two individuals that um, are uh, are on the Board of Health um, that are only there uh, because of their elected or their appointed um, capacity. That being the Knox County Director of Schools, uh, that would be Bob Thomas, uh, and he uh, delegates his authority to um, his um, health officer, which is Lisa Wagner, uh, and then also um, Knox County Mayor Glenn Jacobs, or any whoever the Knox County Mayor happens to be, also sits on the Board of Health. Interestingly enough, um, so... The Knox County mayor will then become an advisory role to the health director. But the health director technically um, kind of works at the pleasure, works for the Knox County mayor. So it's real interesting that the employee uh, would be making the decisions from an advisory standpoint of the employer. But, hey, that's a, that's a digression and another another fight for another day uh but um so uh let me see if i can remember right off the top of my head because i am going from memory here uh you had uh commissioner ward you had commissioner schoonmaker you had uh commissioner uh bustler you had commissioner beeler you had um commissioner biggs that was five ward schoonmaker Bustler, uh, Daly, Beeler, and Biggs. There we go. Uh, those were the six commissioners that voted um, uh, in the affirmative. Uh, again, as I, as I indicated, Commissioner Smith uh, had voiced support for it uh, the week before, but when it came down to casting the vote, he did not. Uh, also uh, in that category was Commissioner Terry Hill from the Hardin Valley Carnes area. She, too, had voiced support. Um, and had told some of her constituents uh, that she was um, in support of making the Board of Health advisory. But when it came down to casting a vote, uh, she voted against that. Um, and so those two, along with, um, along with uh, Commissioners Dr. Daisha Lundy, Courtney Durrett, and then, um, of course, um, the... Uh, the other commissioner at large, Larson J, uh, all voted no. So we'll see what happens in January. Um, they'll have a workshop, I believe, on the 18th. And then um, they'll have a meeting somewhere around the 25th of January. I think it's the fourth Monday. Um, and one of those meetings, uh, either the workshop or the actual board meeting, uh, fall on the Monday of Martin Luther King Day. So they'll actually meet on Tuesday. But anyway, so that's kind of what's happened. Uh, Sports Authority and the Board of Health becoming advisory uh, is the big news uh, coming out of Knoxville and Knox County uh, this um, this week. So um, appreciate uh, appreciate that. Now let's transition over. Obviously, I said that this is being recorded and uh, being published on the week before Christmas. Uh, and so, uh, you know, Christmas is always a, an interesting time. It's always a good time. I don't know in my lifetime uh, that we've ever gone through a pandemic uh, during Christmas. But uh, Christmas is going to take on a whole new, uh, a whole new look this year, uh, with um, with obviously the uh, uh, wanting to keep our family safe 
and uh, so we're not having the uh, extended family type uh, celebrations that we normally have had in the past. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I was going through some, uh, a friend of mine, um, Rob Faust had posted a, a picture from when he'd gotten a, um, an outdoor mechanical car, uh, for his Christmas, uh, made me realize that, um, I had gotten a, uh, ventriloquist, uh, doll. That would be a, um, uh, I guess I was, uh, wanting to become the, the Jeff Dunham before Jeff Dunham was created. Um, and so, you know, I would love to hear from you. Uh, what was, um, what was a, a Christmas memory, um, that, um, a present that, that you had received, uh, also, um, you know, uh, in my in my younger days, uh, we would spend Christmas Eve at my Mammal Blake's house uh, and um, wait on Santa Claus, and then we'd go home and we'd crash, and then um, we'd get up and find out what we'd gotten. Uh, so, um, and she lived next door, so it really wasn't that far of a of, of a trip. Um, but a, a lot of a lot of fun times with my cousins. Um, my mom had two brothers. Uh, mom was the oldest, and uh, she had a uh, two brothers, and they each had two children. Mom and dad had uh, my brother and I, uh, and so we would gather at uh, my Mammal Blake's house, uh, and so those were always fun times. Um, so I'd love to hear from you about what um, what uh, tradition you have in your past, uh, what you remember. Um, so send me an email, Brian at brianhornback.com uh, or um, send it uh, in a message on whatever platform you're listening to me on, whether it be Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, Google Podcast, Anchor FM, where we, uh, where we manufacture and distribute this podcast. Um, but uh, send me a message uh, on uh, all the socials. You can find me on um, Twitter at mega underscore bullhorn. Uh, on, uh, you can also find me at Brian at Brian Hornback on Twitter. Uh, you can find me uh, on Instagram at brianhornback.com. Spell that out D O T C O M.com. Brian Hornback D O T C O M uh, on Instagram. Uh, so we're, I'm on most all the uh, socials. Uh, so look me up. Let me know um, what you remember uh, and, and maybe what your favorite gift was. Uh, that you remember from getting as a child. Um, and, um, you know, it's, uh, we're obviously going to transition this year into this year next week. Uh, and I'll try to be on here a couple of times next week, um, if not more, uh, transitioning to 2021. Uh, what do you hope uh, we see in 2021? Obviously, with the ending of 2020, uh, we have the um, Pfizer and Moderna uh, this week, uh, both of those vaccines for the COVID-19, uh, have, um, have begun uh, being distributed. Uh, I know yesterday, uh, being, um, Tuesday, uh, December 22nd, the Knox County Health Department received 2,200 doses of the Moderna. Now, the first shipment, um, that came to Knox County of Pfizer was like 974 doses. But yesterday, um, the Knox County Health Department announced and sent pictures, of the 2,200 um, 2200 doses of Moderna that they had received. So obviously uh, 2020 uh, came in with, um, with the pandemic and uh, 2020 is going out with um, the vaccine, which is really uh, has been um, 
been pretty uh, an amazing thing that the vaccine got created and uh, approved by the FDA so quickly uh, that um, that we um, can now end 2020 with a vaccine. Obviously, um, it's not going to be widely distributed, uh, and it's going to take two doses to actually um, get um, to get that vaccine in your body. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the big question is going to be: is the is this going to be a yearly vaccine like the flu? Uh, either way, um, I think it'll be a good thing. Uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of disagreement, a lot of discussion about um, whether the death rate is as high with um, the coronavirus as any other issue, like the flu or or any other any other um, thing that that causes death. Um, you know, I, I don't really know that that argument or, or that that argument really. I don't know that that argument really is productive, um, but you know, I understand where people on both sides come from, and um, you know, we can just hope that uh, in 2021, uh, by the middle of 2021, that everyone will will have um, everyone who wants to be vaccinated will have been vaccinated, and um, we'll begin to see the uh, the talk of the pandemic of 2020 come to a close. Um, you know, and so other than that, I mean, um, 2020 has been interesting. Um, we've been pretty well just focused on uh, the pandemic. Um, you know, it looks like uh, 2021 is going to bring us um, President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. Um, you know, what do you what do you hope to see um, from that administration? Uh, we still don't know until January the 5th or 6th. Um, whether Georgia is going to retain Kelly Leffler and David Perdue. Um, so 2021 is going to start out pretty quick. Uh, it's going to start out uh, fast and furious on uh, Tuesday, January the 5th with the runoff election. Um, and uh, if uh, Kelly, Kelly Leffler and David Perdue hold on and uh, retain their seats in the runoff elections, then uh, they will um, obviously um, – uh, then, then the Republicans will control the Senate, the Democrats will control the House and, the, and have the White House. Uh, and uh, as I've said on previous podcasts, gridlock is golden. Um, you know, I'm a, as I've said before, I'm a Christian first, a conservative second, and a Republican third. Um, but, um, you know, I don't want any party, whether it be the Republican Party or the Democrat Party, to have control of three, all three branches of government. Uh, and so um, it's uh, it's imperative, I believe, that um, Georgia continue to to hold the line, as we've heard, uh, where they um, where Leffler and Purdue keep the Senate seats in Georgia, so that there's proper checks and balances and there's gridlock. Uh, but uh, with that said, uh, last week um, or this week actually, uh, the U.S. House and Senate passed uh, another round of Corona relief. Um, legislation uh, $600 checks uh, to every American there's a lot of um, other stuff in there going to foreign countries uh, and so um, yesterday uh, the 22nd of December President Trump announced that uh, unless there's more money coming to Americans he's not going to sign it so it'll take several days uh, unless he vetoes it uh, which he did not indicate he was going to do um, it would go it would take uh, effect after 
uh, the, the waiting period um, for it to go into law uh, without his signature. Um, now, if he vetoes it, that creates a whole nother issue. So we'll see what happens. Um, if, uh, if he had signed it into law, they thought the checks would start uh, hitting checking accounts, um, direct deposits next week, obviously, with uh, the president's announcement yesterday that he's not going to sign it into law. Um, that will be somewhat delayed. So let me know your thoughts on that. Are you happy um, that um, that Trump's uh, apparently going to be gone uh, in late January? And uh, what do you hope to see with um, with Biden and Harris? Or um, what do you anticipate happening uh, in the negative with Biden or Harris? So um, send me messages. However, you can send them. Uh, Brian at brianhornback.com email. Uh, or in on any of my socials so um anyway that is episode number 12 i appreciate you tuning in uh share it uh rate it uh preferably if you rate it it would i would appreciate um good rates good reviews um but as winfield dunn said when he announced for governor back in the early 70s support me if you can oppose me if you must but above all participate so again that, that would be the case in this story uh, support me if you can, oppose me if you must, but above all, participate. And uh, just um, stay safe um, over this holiday season, and we'll talk to you next week.